Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is episode 34. Last week, I said it was episode 32. I was wrong. Last week was episode 33. I was tripping. I apologize for that. And I also apologize for the delay in Don V Fridays. I normally like to put episodes out on Thursday afternoons or Thursday evenings to get it out. So that way all Friday I can just like make sure, you know, put links out and all that on on the day of Friday. But here it is Friday night and I'm actually recording. So you might not hear this until Saturday. And for that, I apologize. Uh, Work got kind of dumb. So I couldn't uh, record when I normally do, but whatever. We here though. Um, we we getting back to football, full fledged ACC preview. For all your ACC preview needs, I got you. I got all my ACC takes. Um, I actually I actually put some thought into this. Like this ain't trolling. This ain't shit talking. This is uh one hundred percent. Like I one hundred percent believe. Like, I believe this shit. Like, I'm not just trolling. I'm not just talking shit. Like, I 100% believe this is how the season will shake out. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Y'all will remind me. Trust me. And if I'm right, y'all won't. So, you know. But it's just good. It's it's, it's good to have football back. But before I get into the ACC, uh, first, I'm going to start with the all-ACC team. And then I'm going to do how the uh, divisions are going to shake out in the Atlantic Coast Conference. I did a little social experiment this week where I made a little made a little Twitter video talking some shit about Florida State because Virginia Tech plays Florida State on Labor Day. And uh needless to say, I got exactly what I needed off that video. Florida State fans are so easy to bait. They're so easy to you can just like puppets. You can just make them do what you want. But uh the video did like it it did better than I even thought it would because it ended up getting like over ten thousand views and uh 200 likes like the video did really well like i ain't gonna lie like i didn't even put that video out for that kind of response i put it out for just a few florida state fans that i fuck with and there's a couple florida state fans that i like i put that video out so they would you know talk shit to me but it ended up getting getting bigger than even that uh than that response i wanted but uh it was a it's a I don't call it a trash talking video. It was a social experiment. And uh, they did exactly what I thought they was going to do. So shout out to the Florida State fans. You are what they are who we thought they were. (laughs) Fuck out of here. But anyways, man, to the all ACC team. Um, I'm only going to do one team because you got to be some kind of weirdo to sit up here and, and as a fan know three all these you know all these players in the conference like come on dog we fans like relax i'm doing one team offense and defense right and 
it is what it is. If you if you if your guy's not mentioned, fuck him. Like, just holler at me on Twitter or something. I don't know what you want me to say, but we're gonna start with the quarterback because you know everybody wanna know who's the who is Don V's ACC quarterback? Who's the number one quarterback in the conference, basically? And it's Ryan Finley. Ryan Finley from NC State. Um, dude had a good year last year. Uh, was definitely one of the ACC's best quarterbacks last year. And he's back. And you got question marks across the conference with a lot of teams with new quarterbacks, Louisville, I'm obviously Lamar Jackson left. And um, you know, DeAndre Francois at Florida State, he was a candidate, but he's coming off an of injury. We don't know, you know, where he's at. And then he got a lot of other shit going on too. Uh Syracuse, Eric Dungey. I like Eric Dungey a lot, but I don't think Syracuse has enough around him to surpass Ryan Finley. I do like Eric Dungey. Like if I did if I did do a second team. Eric Dungy might have been, you know, my second team all ACC. Eric Dungy's a baller, but Ryan Finley, Ryan Finley's a beast though. Like let's 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 not get it confused. Ryan Finley's a beast. I definitely would have considered Eric considered Eric Dungy. You also got Taquan Marshall, Taquan Marshall, but you know Taquan Marshall doesn't throw, but Taquan Marshall can play, you know. But uh, Ryan Finley, number one. At running back, I got Cam Akers, Florida State. And this might piss some A.J. Dillon fans off. A.J. Dillon, I don't know. I just think Cam Akers is a better talent. Uh, I could be proven wrong on that. I'm going to go with Cam, I'm going with Cam Akers, though. Uh, Cam Akers is a horse. Cam Akers is, is a beast. Uh, the, the man is just, the man, you got to work to get Cam Akers to the ground. Plain and simple. Cam, Cam Akers, I think I'll be proven right. Unless Florida State goes with like a two-back system and Boston College goes all out to get A.J. Dillon like the stats and the awards. But Cam Akers is the best running back in the conference. I mean, yeah, people just going to have to be mad about that. Uh, at tight end, we got Tommy Sweeney, Boston College. Um, ACC had like a golden, a golden age of tight ends like a couple years back. You had uh, David and Joku and Bucky Hodges, and uh, it was like the. But you know, it's got to get back built up. The tight ends, uh, tight end play in the ACC is kind of. I ain't gonna say it's falling off. It's just it's not as elite as it was a couple years back. But uh, Tommy Sweeney, Boston College, offensive lineman. I'm gonna I'm gonna just do like the best offensive lineman in the conference. I'm not gonna do tackle, tackle, guard, guard. Like honestly. I'm a fan, bro. I'm not about to sit up here and act like <laughs> I know all the best linemen in the conference. But Mitch Hyatt from Clemson, uh, definitely the probably the premier offensive lineman in the conference. Um, I'm I'm I just snubbed a shitload of other good guys, but uh, like even the Ninja Man <laughs> from Virginia Tech, like I, I I'm not here to snub other guys, but Mitch Hyatt is the best offensive lineman in the conference. I'm not I, like I would be doing. All those good guys of this service trying to do guard, guard, center tackles. You know, I would I would be doing them a disservice. Wide receivers, and this honestly might cause the most uh not controversy, but the most debate. I got Amon Richards on the all. Uh, I'm doing three receivers. 
I'm doing three. So take this for what it is. But uh, I got Amar Richards. And um, I know he's coming off injury. But when healthy, Amar Richards is probably the best receiver in the conference. Probably. Uh, from Miami. Uh, you know, y'all know how I feel about Miami. But the truth is the truth. Amar Richards is probably the best receiver in the conference. Uh, I got Jalen Smith from Louisville. Jalen Smith is a beast. Jalen Smith is probably go no, Jalen Smith is the best player on Louisville as of right now. I mean, unless, you know, somebody emerges. But Jalen Smith is a beast. And I got Greg Dortch from uh, Wake Forest. And some of y'all might know about Greg Dortch. And some of y'all, you know, might not have heard of Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch is a baller, man. Greg Dortch is a baller. This dude can play. Uh, I'm excited to see what Greg Dortch is going to bring to the table in this upcoming season. He got injured late. He got injured late last season. And uh, you know how that can go, guys coming back off injury. But if Greg Dortch is back to 100%, I got no doubt in my mind he'll be one of the ACC's best receivers. Uh, and I didn't even know Hunter Renfro was still at Clemson. Dog, that cat got to be 38 years old still at Clemson, bro. It's feel like that cat been at Clemson since Charlie Whitehurst was there, bro. Like, Hunter Renfro still in the conference, dog. But he ain't better than no Greg Dortch. It's like, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Hunter Renfro half. Sorry. He's not better than Greg Dortch. He ain't better than Jalen Smith. And he damn sure ain't better than Amon Richards. Uh, the truth is the truth is the truth. Right? <laughs> Let's move on to defense. Uh, defensive line, I'm going to just say Clemson. I ain't got to say the names. Defensive line, Clemson. All of them. Like, uh, this and that. Uh, let me show some love to my boy Ricky Walker, though. Virginia Tech. Uh, definitely going to be one of the best. Uh, Florida State, they got some guys that are uh, – they got some guys definitely – in the defensive, I guess the I guess everybody else will be arguing for making an argument for second place. Uh, Miami got Joe Jackson, one of the best linemen in the uh conference. Uh, it's a lot of talent ACC defensive line wise, but it's it's Clemson, and and I'll say the names. You know Dexter Lawrence, uh, Austin Bryant, Cleveland Furrow, Christian Wilkins. Like it, it ain't nothing to discuss. Clemson's going to be fucking insane again this year. Clemson going to be loaded. Y'all already know, man. Like, uh, we don't got to play them. And I don't think we're going to be seeing them in the <laughs> championship game. But we'll, I'll get into the, all that shit later, too. But uh, it's Clemson. Linebackers. I got Shaq Quarterman, Mike Pink, Michael Pinkney from Miami. Do not argue this. They're beasts. Especially Quarterman. Quarterman is insane uh the way Manny Diaz got that defense flying around it makes me long for the Al Golden uh the Nafrio days I come back coaching man I miss them cats man because dog Pink Pinkney and Quarterman are nasty and I also got uh Kendall Joseph from Clemson that that's the linebackers uh then secondary this is another one where shit gets kind of dicey um, it, it probably, you know, the debate rages on at all ACC in the secondary, but at corner, I got Mike Jackson from Miami and I got Levante Taylor from Florida State. Um, obviously Virginia Tech lost every, we lost 17 corners, uh, or oh, I would have snuck 
Nuke or Adonis in there. I would have snuck Nuke or Adonis in the, on the team. If I would have had to do three corners, it is what it is. But, you know, no, it's definitely it's definitely Michael Jackson and Levante Taylor for all ACC corners. And that safety, I got Jaquan Johnson from Miami. Possibly the – no. Poss Jaquan Johnson is possibly the best DB in the conference. And that's crazy. I don't think Jaquan Johnson gets enough hype uh, off the season he had last year. Jaquan Johnson was just a walk-in play. Like, he was just making plays all over the field. Every time I looked up at a Miami game, Jaquan Johnson was making some. He was wearing that goddamn chain. Every time I look up, that motherfucker was wearing a chain. It is what it is. Jaquan Johnson's a beast. I think he deserves more hype. Um... I think I got a couple of Miami fans that listen to this podcast, and I think they'll agree. Um, if we're being truthful, and I'm going to be 100% truthful, Jaquan Johnson should be getting the same hype that Derwin James got last summer. And we hyped, me too, we hyped the shit out of Derwin James. Oh, my God, Derwin James, Derwin James. But um, – I think Jaquan Johnson from Miami should be getting that same level hype that we gave Derwin James last year, and um, and 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 that's the truth. I don't have to. I don't like Miami. Y'all know how I feel about Miami, but the truth is the truth. You gotta, you know, you gotta tell the truth. Jaquan Johnson. I got Reggie Floyd from Virginia Tech. Um, Reggie Floyd, a beast, man. Y'all, okay. I don't know who that is. All right. Okay, we'll see. You'll find out. Reggie Floyd is a beast. And he makes plays too. He's not Jaquan Johnson, but I'm I'm willing to bet my reputation that Reggie Floyd will be one of the ACC's best safeties this upcoming season. And um, that's my team. You know, uh, tweet me your team at Don V seven five seven, and uh, yeah, tweet me your team. And I might uh, I might when I post this on Twitter, when I post this podcast on Twitter, I might post like. It this team wrote down so you can see it and write into, you know, so we, you know, so you can see it because it'd be hard to remember all this. So I might po post when I post the uh, links and all that to listen to this podcast, I might post a notes version of my ACC team and uh, predictions. Uh, let's let's do the uh, let's 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 do the uh, predictions for. The coastal and the Atlantic divisions. I'ma do it from sorry, excuse me. I'ma do it from seven to one. And with one being the winner of the division. We're gonna start with the uh we're gonna start with the coastal. At seven, I got UVA. Um they'll they'll uh, they'll be improved, but they're not good enough. They they uh they lost a lot from a team that didn't already have much. It is you know. At six, I got UNC. UNC's a mess. <laughs> UNC a whole mess. They got kids selling Jordans. I think they suspended like 13 kids for selling Jordans or something, which honestly, they shouldn't get suspended for selling shoes, but fuck-ass NCAA with their dumb-ass rules. Can't even hating on them, hating on the man for making a dollar, man. That's dumb. But yeah, Carolina, they, they got all kinds of shit going on. They coach dumb as hell. Um... I honestly should put Carolina seventh just off uh, Larry Fedora. He gonna post a picture of him on the grill. Man, they had the Flanders burgers on the grill, my boy. 
they had the Flanders burgers. He couldn't even cook. He couldn't even get some fresh ground beef for the guys that's about to go out there and get these back and neck and head injuries and knee injuries and knee problems and ankle issues. Imagine going out there and trying to run for run through a wall for a coach that will buy Flanders burgers. Dog. And he don't believe in CTE. Or he don't believe it uh playing football is related to getting CTE. Man, UNC a mess. That's the jig is up on that. Uh I honestly think Fedora, whether he leaves or gets fired, I think this is his last season in Chapel Hill. Uh, five, I got Duke. Uh, f four and five is actually interchangeable. It might even be the same record, but Duke and Pitt, I think they're on the same level. Uh, Cutcliffe is a great coach. I don't want to take nothing from Cutcliffe. I don't want to disrespect Cutcliffe, but um, I don't think they – I don't – I think them and Pitt, are the same level where they're well coached uh they have some talent and they're going to win some games they're going to win games and they may even upset or surprise the better teams in the conference like Pitt and Duke are always well coached and can always give anybody a game like Pitt and especially Pitt because Pitt knocked off uh Pitt knocked off Miami late last year like Pitt is capable for some reason, they can always beat the, the best in the conference, but still be like mediocre or average. It's crazy how Pitt does it, but like yeah, because like, like I said, five and four is basically interchangeable, uh, depending on how you feel. I got Duke five, I got Pitt four. Third, I got Georgia Tech. Y'all know how I feel about Georgia Tech. I, I hate that offense. I hate everything about that offense. But Taquan Marshall, and Taquan Marshall runs that offense like a wizard. Uh, Georgia Tech is going to win some games in this league. You would be a fool to think they're not. They're going to win. They, they, Georgia Tech is always good enough to keep uh, Paul Johnson. Georgia Tech is always good enough to keep Paul Johnson employed. And as long as Paul Johnson stays employed, they run that fucking offense that just drafts everybody crazy. But I got Georgia Tech third in the ACC Coastal. Number two is Virginia Tech, and I know I know what y'all thinking. This is a homer pick. How's their number two? I cannot believe you got these. I can't believe you got Virginia Tech second. They lost all these players. They lost 11 on defense. Uh, they got question marks at quarterback. Question marks all over the place. They had the, the offseason from hell. How could you have Virginia Tech second? And honestly, I just think our schedule is that. It, I think our schedule is very easy. You got um, you got a road game at Florida State to begin the season, but other than that, you get you get Miami at home. It's it's a pretty net, and then Notre Dame. We play Notre Dame at home, but that's not even. It doesn't count. It doesn't count as an ACC game. So, like I said, is we have a pretty easy schedule. So. It's good for second in the conference. Oh, I mean second in the division. And number one, I got Miami. I, Miami is loaded, especially on defense. Uh, they got it where it counts. They got it in the trenches. They got linebackers that can make plays. They got two of the best DBs in the conference. Uh, they got the best receiving core. I'll say they have the best receiving group in the 
ACC, bar none. Um, they got they got great running backs. Their only question mark Miami has is Malik Rozier. Malik Rozier puts it all together. They win this conference running away. But luckily for us, they got Malik Rozier. So um, that's the question mark that's going to keep everybody, you know, feeling like they can still win the conference is what they got at quarterback. Now, if Malik Rozier makes some type of leap and is very is, is improved, then shit, we dead out here. All of us. We all dead. But hopefully Malik Rozier is mediocre enough to keep us uh, – Keep us alive, I guess. Keep us feeling good. <laughs> I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna go over to the Atlantic. Um, number seven, I got Wake Forest. Um, I I talked on and on about Greg Dortch, but Greg Dortch, he he's only one man. He's he's a good punt returner and a great receiver, but he can only do so much, man. He can he can only do so much. Uh, Number six, I got Syracuse, and this is probably like I said, I was talking about Eric Dungy earlier, and um, you know how 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 much I admire Eric Dungy, and Eric Dungy can play, but it's Syracuse, dog. They don't have enough to uh, like like they don't have enough where he can lift them to the to the best, especially in the Atlantic. The Atlantic is better than the coastal. Let, let's let's you know let's keep it real. The Atlantic's better than the coastal. It's hard to stay afloat in the coast in the Atlantic if you're uh, Syracuse. Honestly, that's just the honest truth. But uh, at five, I got Boston College. Boston College is uh they got AJ Dillon who's gonna make plays and like I said they gonna they gonna they gonna run everything probably through AJ Dillon and um. They'll be. They got some guys on Boston College. Everybody sleeps on Boston College. Virginia Tech plays them every year. Boston College got some guys though. They don't land top prospects or whatever. But what they do is they get guys and they get guys into their program. They build them up, and then every couple of years they do have a Luke Keekley or they do have a uh, Andre Williams, who was a Heisman final. I think it was a Heisman finalist. Ran for like two thousand yards. Um, or Matt Ryan, like Boston College doesn't churn guys out every year, but every couple of years they just have an elite dude on the team. It's crazy, but uh, yeah. So Boston College fifth, fourth I got Louisville. Um, I think they're gonna take a small step back. They lost a Heisman contender uh, with Lamar Jackson, but Bobby Petrino was a good enough coach. He might be a shit human. We ain't here to talk about all that. But Bobby Petrino is a good enough coach. To, they're not going to fall completely off the wagon. And there's talent there. They got Jalen Smith. They got talented guys at Louisville to keep, you know, keep what they got going on, going on. Number three is NC State. NC State got the best quarterback in the league. Um, and there's talent at NC State. Uh, this ain't got really much of shit to do with this ACC season. I just want to add this little take in there. Jalen Hurts at Alabama, I said, should have transferred to NC State because um, he could have sat out this year because you got to sit a year when you transfer. He would have sat this year, Ryan Finley would have balled out, and then next year would have been Jalen Hurts' time to to have, and he would have had two years of eligibility to ball out at NC State, but 
He's still at Bama and, uh, you know, he's complaining about shit. He should have just bounced and went to NC State, in my opinion. But uh, I got NC State third. Uh, even though NC State lost a fuck ton of elite talent like Nick Nick Chubb. No, the other one. Bradley Chubb. Um, they had some other dudes on that defensive line. Their name, I can't think of their name right now, but NC State lost a shit ton on the defensive line. Um, but... I think they still got enough where uh, they'll be third in the conference. Number two, I got Florida State. Uh, Florida State, honestly, they got a new coach in Willie Taggart, but they have the talent. Even if Willie Taggart is a little in over his head or not ready for them to take off just yet, there's enough talent on that team for them to still be second in that conference. It's just too much talent. Yeah, they went 7-6 last year. Some people say Jimbo mailed it in. Some people say the players quit. You'll never know. You know, coaches quit, players quit. I don't know. There's still enough talent. And if really Tagger has them rejuvenated enough, that's enough talent to be second in the, in the Atlantic. So they'll, ta- they'll at least talent their way to second. And number one is Clemson. Uh, the, the class of the ACC... It's still in Clemson, South Carolina. I don't even think it's much to talk about there. Uh, Clemson returns the the Thanos lineup at defensive line. They got four Thanoses. <laughs> they got four four Thanoses on the defensive line. They got linebacker. They're loaded, and and they and they got more. They got depth. They got depth at every position, and that quarterback they might have. They still got Kelly Bryant at quarterback, but if Kelly Bryant is not balling, they got Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence can sling that bit. Man got a rocket for arm. So if Kelly Bryant isn't getting it done, they are not handcuffed to Kelly Bryant. They will put in Trevor Lawrence and probably really take off and might even win a national championship. So that's the way things shake out. I got... Miami winning the Coastal. I got Clemson winning the Atlantic. And the ACC championship game will probably go the same way like it did last year with Clemson beating the shit out of Miami again. Um, Clemson's just head and shoulders better than everybody. Um, The conference is improving. I think uh, Virginia Tech is very young. I think in 2019, Virginia Tech will be a much improved team. Uh, Miami... Miami is definitely getting their culture back, their swag back. Mark Rick got them trending upward. Florida State, you know, with the talent that they're getting and Willie Taggart trying to rejuvenate the program. Maybe Jimbo was washed. We'll find out if Jimbo was really washed. But Florida State, hopeful that they're trending upward. NC State is gathering a fuckload of talent. Like, if y'all follow recruiting, hey, NC State is getting dudes. Like, like. Listen to me. NC State is getting dudes. So, and Louisville, and Louisville's here, and Louisville's a force. So, the the ACC is it's not the it's not the ACC from ten years ago where, uh, everybody was like equally mediocre. Like coaching was awful. Uh, the talent pool was deep. I mean, the the talent pool was shallow. Oh no, the ACC coaching wise and and talent wise. Is a very talented league. Uh, the winner of the ACC should go to the playoffs. 
definitely. Uh, I don't see the ACC getting left out of the playoff because it's just too much talent. It's just too much talent, and it's too many. It's it's, it's some talented teams in this league. Um, but like all other leagues, it ain't top to bottom. There's powerful teams at the top, and then there's shitty teams at the bottom. It's like every other league. So, uh, but that's that's my that's my ACC preview, man. Uh, you don't have to agree with it, but if you listen, if he, if you still here, you got to somewhat agree with it. <laughs> You might have cut me off when I started doing the teams, but whatever. If you still here, you somewhat agree with me. Uh, give me your list. Uh, tweet me at donv seven five seven underscore. Tweet me if you agree. Tweet me uh, your teams. Like I said, I'm, I might uh, do a notes version of everything I just said, so you know you can see it in writing. You can see it. You can see the actual team, and you know go off of that. But um. That's it for me, man. I will catch y'all next week. I'm going uh, to try to do a Virginia Tech, like a, like a more broke, like a breakdown of the Virginia Tech upcoming season. Hopefully, I can get a guest on to help me do that. But until then, it's Don V, and God bless.